Hello, friends. I am Lynn McLaughlin. And I'm Karen Iverson Riggers. And this is Real, real by <laughs> Let's get real. Real emotions, real experiences. Join us to explore authenticity and how to get real with yourself and others. Hello, Real Vibers. This is Lynn and Karen. We're here for your next episode of Real Vibes Only. <laughs> I almost said always, which, you know, that's not a bad title either, right? Uh, Karen and I always talk before we start recording about what we want to talk about. And I had this happen to me yesterday with a dear peer that I work with. Um, shared a new acronym. And if you know me, I'm an acronym like enthusiast. Uh, if you tell me like the name of a company that's four letters, I will try to come up with an acronym. It's just something I do. So the acronym is with the word fail and it's first attempt in learning. And when I heard it, it gave me this incredible sense of relief, like my shoulders dropped, my body relaxed. Uh, so often fail or failure has all of these negative connotations to it. And the reality is it's always an attempt in learning, whether it's the first or, okay, so we have fail, sail, tail. <laughs> we could do that with the whole alphabet, I think. Uh but recognizing that learning is predominantly repetitive and allowing ourselves to keep learning, adjusting, learning, adjusting, learning, adjusting. So I loved that it was put in the perspective of learning. And we talk so often about practice and first attempt in learning, but also that opportunity to try again and to practice and to practice. Um, I was talking with a friend of mine that I have started doing yoga with and um, how that is a new practice of mine and uh, have this wonderful teacher that doesn't like the word fail either and that it's your comfort level and it's your stretch and it's your learning. And so, yeah, learning is hot topic for me right now in so many different areas. So Karen, what do you think of the acronym fail? So when you told me that, I was like, Ooh, I love that. That's juicy. Right. I, I think about this in the, in thinking about parenting. Mm. And how, okay, there's a lot to unpack around this, right? Yeah. So in in our world, there's not a lot of room for mistake making and risk taking. There just isn't. And so a lot of us are really risk averse because we're afraid of the F word, right? Of failure. Oh, the F word. The F word, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I think about in my practice of parenting and one of the things that I'm trying to do in my parenting is really allowing for mistakes and allowing for my kids to fail. And that's really hard sometimes, right? Like 
it's really hard sometimes to allow for that because I don't want them to feel hurt and I don't want them, you know, to feel all of the things that sometimes come with making a mistake. But this is how we learn. And this is how we learn. So I, I think of this like really, like I, I say this all the time to my kids, like mistakes are okay. Like something gets messed up, mistakes are okay. And that, I often say like, we're problem solvers. Like we'll figure it out. We can be, we're creative. Like we can come up with lots of ideas on how to work through this. And this, like, I was like, this, this thing happened and I was like, oh, it's really clear. Like they heard me, right? I was heating something up in my, in the microwave. This is a few years ago. I was heating something up in the microwave and I forgot to put the little cover on it. And so of course it just like splattered all over the microwave. And I hear this little voice of my little like four-year-old at the time saying like, mom, it's okay. Everybody makes mistakes. And I was like, oh, whoa. Cause I was like in the midst of like getting mad at myself. Like I didn't put the cover on and now I have to clean it up and like the whole thing rolling. And you always, you know, like the tapes playing, right? Like you always make mistakes and you mess this up and you can't do anything. And all those things that run through our head. And, and then I listened to this little voice, right? This little voice say, it's okay. It's okay to make mistakes, mom. Whoa. And so interesting that it's easy, easier for us to share that with others than to hold that for ourselves, especially, you know, I was thinking about, so putting the cover on something in the microwave is something that we kind of do all the time. So when we forget, we're even harder on ourselves, like, you know, better and all of those that come to us. And again, that that opportunity to extend compassion is just so important and the wisdom of children. And I love that you reframe it as it's okay. We're problem solvers. I love that so much, so much. Like what a beautiful way to combat perfectionism, right? We're problem Mm -hmm. solvers. That's who we are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. I think about when I when you share this acronym, the big piece that came to mind for me, as this is just really real for me right now, is how I'm going to be thinking about that acronym when it comes to the things and dynamics that happen in relationships for me. Right. When we when I mess up in relationships. So I think about this really strongly in the context of like my relationship with my partner. Right. And how do you communicate things? Yeah. And you step in it. (laughs) Right. And you mess up. And I think about it in the context of um, my relationship with my 11 year old who's on the spectrum. And I was sharing this with Lynn the other day, like Quinn and I had this interaction where um, I just, like we were in very different places in understanding what had just happened in the situation. And when I shared it with Lynn, I said, and I shared this with Quinn too. I was like, buddy, it's like, we speak two different languages. We speak two different languages and 
like my message doesn't translate in your language and your message doesn't translate in my language and and how often that happens and then this opportunity to say like um you know we, i could like judge this as a failure in my parenting right or there could be an opportunity to take this as like a learning opportunity like i just learned like through that dialogue that I had with him, I learned something really powerful about how Quinn translates, or I should say does not translate nonverbals. And so now I have this different frame of reference, right? When I'm having interactions with him. So I love this acronym. I love this acronym and thinking about that in the context of our relationships and when we mess up as we will. And I also, now that I'm thinking about it more, the fail, sale, tail, um, it really is fail because it's the first attempt in learning in that moment. Yes. And I, I love bringing it back to the present moment and giving yourself that much grace, you know, rather than this is something that I've been working on or however you want to frame it. I like framing it that way too. Like this is my first attempt in learning in this moment based on everything I know in this moment. So yeah, I like that too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. And, and I think about this and I mean, this is like, this is so real in so many contexts of our life, right? This could be real in your work environment where we sometimes feel this pressure, like, this pressure to perform or to, you know, live up to all the expectations. And the reality is like, we're not machines, we're humans. And so we're going to mess up. We're going to make mistakes. And so this opportunity to think about it in the context of like, I'm learning. Wow. Look at that. I learned something new (laughs) about myself. Or about how I show up in the situation or about what other, you know, what expectations look like. And just like that, the shifting of that lens, I think could be really, could be really, really powerful and could be really powerful. I mean, this comes back. I feel like this is like a running theme through so many of the podcasts that we do about how we give ourselves compassion yeah, and grace, right? That in the context of like this dialogue fail, right? This, the shift to saying like, oh, this is my first attempt in learning self-compassion. Well, yeah, because it was that this journey of self-compassion, right? We're going to mess up that too. (laughs) We're going to mess that up too. And so then this opportunity again to, to attempt again and again and again. And, and to hold that beautiful self-compassionate lens of I'm learning, not I'm a failure. I think about it also from the perspective of um, past mistakes I've made that can hold a lot of weight and a lot of shame and taking the time, and I'm feeling one right now, which is why I'm mentioning it, um, 
being able, it's okay to revisit mistakes and extend compassion and to look at something and to recognize you were learning. Um, yeah, that's feeling really powerful right now, especially in in hindsight. And I love that we can apply it. It's another one of those. We can apply it inwardly and outwardly. So often, um, you know, and we talk, I think we talked about this in the last episode. I don't remember. Shoots and Ladders was the last one, but um, making assumptions based on just seeing one response if that makes sense, and looking at one specific interaction with someone and maybe labeling it a failure and recognizing we don't, number one, we don't know the whole picture of how that came to be. And also the grace of maybe, maybe that's their first attempt in learning. And it probably is if it's specific to the moment, but how hard it can be to hold that. Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah what if we held this lens for others too right that if we we think about um how how quickly and how often and I'm right there with y'all like we land in judgment about the way people respond or react or the like this interaction that I had or the you know and and what if what if we took that lens of like huh maybe this was an opportunity for learning for them and for me yeah ooh it's giving yeah. me a lot to think about <laughs> same same i actually i had to make an apology this morning i made an assumption about um a meeting I was going to be attending and they didn't include me in the email and all the stories I told myself about why that happened. And now I can reframe it as first attempt in learning and the notion of, and people make mistakes, but it's so funny. In fact, I think that was my second topic for today. It was either going to be the FAIL acronym or the stories we tell ourselves about what's happening. So I think that that could be our next one because that plays into it too. Um, and again, allowing ourselves to stop and offer compassion to ourselves because I have no doubt that the stories I was telling myself were stories that, you know, in the past probably were true at one point, but that doesn't mean they're true for everyone. So yeah, oh my gosh, I just went off on a tangent on our next podcast. <laughs> Reel it back, Lynn. Reel it back. No, it was a really good and related tangent. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to label myself a failure. I'm going to just fail. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And I think I think sometimes, right, so many of these things that we talk about are so woven together, whether that's thinking about how we can live in the present moment or thinking about how we can sit with and honor our emotions. And certainly with this idea of fail, there's a lot of emotion attached to that. 
or whether we think about how self-compassion is woven into this as well. So, you know, lots of times, lots of things that we talk about, like, are really inter interwoven. And I think there's so much woven into this concept too. Mm-hmm. And, and I think like in a broader way, you know, I said that earlier, but I, I think it's worth repeating and just remembering and thinking about that there's not a lot of space that we're given for mistake making and risk taking. And 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 to just be kind of like conscious about that, right? Like to say like, you know, this this is the world in which we live, right? It's like kind of risk averse. And so so when we step into that realm of like I'm making mistakes, we we can be really hard on ourselves and we can really place a, a lot of judgment around what that means. And I still just I I'm still so blown away by this acronym of like <laughs> thinking about thinking about how we how we re- reframe reframe all of that and reframe you know, how, how we are in the world, because we are going to make mistakes and we are going to mess up like that. I am certain of that. That is going to happen. I'm going to do it. You're going to do it. We're all going to do it. <laughs> We're all going to make mistakes. Yeah. And <laughs> honoring our mistakes. evolution, right? Yes. I was talking with my sister about that yesterday. Like, Honor your evolution and honor that that you're continuing to grow and continuing to learn, that you will be learning forever. And um, that acronym really provides the space to do that and to honor that I'm learning. Like learning is not just in childhood. It's throughout our lives and all different we learn in so many different ways and yeah, I love that. We, um, last night, Appleton, the school district that we're in has a lot of charter school options and kind of different options for learning. And so, um, we visited a charter school last night for Quinn because we're trying to figure out school solutions, um, for him. And this, um, that's the model that the school has is really, kind of different in that it's a lot more self-directed in what you're learning about. But one of the things they said over and over and over is that learning and and the model they use is about process. It's not about product. Ooh. And so it's all about like gaining these skills and learning learning process. And then, and then there's a lot of kind of like self-evaluation along with kind of mirrored evaluation from your advisor. And I was just thinking about that. I was like, whoa, what would that look like for people like in real life, if it was about process and especially like this process of learning, like the things we learn about ourselves and the the way, as Lynn was talking about, we grow and evolve and we're always growing and evolving and always learning. And so what would it look like? What would it look like if we thought more about process and less about the product and outcomes? 
That's why, as you were describing it, I was like, I want to go to that school, right? And like really embrace the process because it it can be so end game. You know, where where's yeah. the end game? Where's the goal? Let's figure out a strategy and what are you learning along the way, and how mm-hmm. powerful that is. Hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Love that. It's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Do they have one for moms? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking that would be a good school. Be pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> well, my friends, thank you so much for being with us for another episode of Real Vibes Only. If you have a minute, uh, give us a review, give us a like, leave us a review in however you listen to this podcast or like click the little follow button. So sometimes that's like a little plus or a little, um, or it might say follow in the corner of your podcast app. So that's really helpful for us. We always love to hear from you. So reach out if you have ideas like, Ooh, I'd love to hear real vibes only talk about this. We'd love to hear your ideas. And of course we'd love to see you. So we have lots of opportunities in 2024 for training We would love to see you. You can visit our website at ebbandflowcooperative.com for all of those opportunities. So until next time, we look forward to all of your fails. (laughs) Yes. All all the fails. And we will be failing right alongside you. (laughs) All right. Take care, friends.